Hey there, welcome to the Real Barman Podcast. This episode first aired as a video on my YouTube channel. As always, any links mentioned in the episode will be listed in the show notes. Enjoy. Hello, hola, aloha, konnichiwa, bonjour, and other foreign greetings. Dave Allred, the Real Barman here from barpatrol.net. Welcome to lesson and video number two of Bar Profit Maximizers, where I try to help you plug those profit leaks and turn it into money in the bank. Today we're talking about glassware, and this falls under the category of perceived value. And if you haven't seen video number one on perceived value, you might want to go check it out now by clicking on the title above. And then come back here, and we will explore the exciting topic of glassware. Okay, nobody puts much thought into glassware except maybe how cool it looks, but you'd better start because I find glassware to be one of the biggest profit and waste losses in the industry. When I go into bars and they call me in and say, hey, can we get an overview of where our losses are? One of the first things I do is look at glassware. And the reason I look there first is it's one of the easiest things to spot right off the bat. Now, I'm not too concerned about the style of glasses a bar uses unless they look like they came out of my great Aunt Melba's kitchen cabinets. Then I might make a soft suggestion, right? Because you don't want to offend anyone's tastes. So the style of glasses is up to you, but the size of your glassware should be closely evaluated. Now, I know you found these big, classy glasses that are so modern and chic that you just can't stand it, but the problem here is it puts pressure on the bartenders to fill up the glasses because the guests are either going to bitch that their glasses aren't full enough or the drink doesn't taste strong enough and the bartenders feel obligated to pour more into the glass so they can get the guests to stop bitching at them. Believe me, they dread that conversation with the guests. So they'd rather just pour stronger or fill the glass up in the case of martinis or wine glasses instead of having an argument about it, which of course is losing the bar money and it's getting your guests hammered, which is a liability issue. Now, remember, we've been talking about perceived value. So there's three things to consider that are important here. One, you as an owner and manager want to serve a regimented portion size that's cost effective. That's just smart business. Two, your guests want to be able to taste the alcohol so they feel like they're getting a good deal, right? If you serve them a Jack and Coke and all they taste is Coke, they feel like they're getting ripped off. And then three, they also visually want to see that they're getting a good deal in the case of martinis or wine pours, how high it is in the glass, or even neat and rocks pours. Okay, so you have to find glasses that fit the criteria of all three. Because what happens is when you have these giant highball or rocks or martini glasses like the ones you see here, is it doesn't matter how beautifully crafted they are. The guests don't give a shit about craftsmanship as much as they do about what's inside. They want to get their money's worth. And the best way to do that is to give them visually pleasing glassware that's economically sized, for lack of a better term. Now, I'm not saying you can't have beautiful glassware. I'm just saying don't make it so big, okay? So if all that makes sense, let's go ahead and talk about the recommended glass sizes. Now, if you don't have this glass size, that's okay. Go ahead and use your glassware until it eventually breaks, which it always does, and then you can move into the new glassware. In the meantime, open up your glassware catalog for whatever company you use and start ordering new glassware with these sizes that I'm about to recommend. You can use the same style of glassware you have, of course, Okay, so I'm going to go through these glassware sizes, but I'm also going to leave these sizes down in the comment section below this video for you to reference. So let me make myself even a little bit smaller here to make room for all the glassware. So we're going to start with the bucket or highball, or this also includes like the tall, skinny uh, Collins glasses. So buckets are usually for Jack and Cokes, 
gin and tonic, anything like that, I recommend 10 ounce glasses. I see commonly buckets being 12 or 14 ounces. And when you, if you pour a one and a half ounce shot in there and fill it with Coke, it's not going to taste very strong. So the bartenders feel like they have to pour more in there. So we're going with 10 ounce buckets. Uh, for rocks glasses, I recommend eight ounces. Uh, if you pack it with ice, fill it on top, it fills up a rocks glass pretty good. If they're ordering like a Grey Goose on the rocks, anything like that. For martini glasses, this is where a lot of money is lost is if you get big giant martini glasses and the bartenders feel like they need to fill them up. The glass gets wider at the top, so the more you fill at the top, the more liquor that goes in there. The top is so wide that the top inch is as much liquor in there as the rest of the bottom because of the, of the width of it. So you want to make sure, I recommend six to seven ounce martini glasses so the bartenders actually can fill them most of the way and, and it's not too much liquor. All right, for wine glasses, wine glasses vary, okay? There's so many different styles and, you know, the big red wine glasses that you serve Cabernet or Merlot or anything like that, I know a lot of places like big wine glasses so it can air out. That's fine. Just know that the bigger the glass, the less the pour looks like and the more the guests might be like, why is my glass so short? So that's up to you. Just know that that's going on. And then a word on shot glasses. I recommend 1.5 ounce shot glasses. If you don't have shot glasses, I highly recommend getting them unless you're like an up class, you know, upscale place, which I understand you don't want to serve shots like it's a bunch of horny college kids out there. I understand that. But if you're a sports bar, lounge, any kind of casual place, get shot glasses if you don't have them. It's going to save you a lot of money. Not only are the 1.5 ounces good, but when the bartenders fill them up, they're actually not going to go all the way to the top because you don't want the liquor to spill over. So it's going to be about a one and a quarter ounce pour. So you're saving a quarter ounce on every shot you pour. That doesn't sound like much, but it really adds up over the long run. So if you don't have shot glasses, if you're pouring it into a rocks glass right now, change your policy. Highly recommend it. And then the last one is the snifter. Not as popular of a glass, but again, if you get, it's like the wine pour. If you get a big giant wine, uh, I'm sorry, brandy snifter, and then you pour a shot in there, it looks really small. So I recommend six to eight ounce brandy snifters. And then the last thing I'm going to mention before I go is making sure that your bartenders are packing the bucket glasses to the top with ice. There's two reasons why this is important. One, there's no ambiguity or misunderstanding when you say pack the glass with ice. The bartenders understand this and the drink will taste consistently the same. And then number two, the drink will simply taste stronger. For instance, if you see these two drink examples here, one's packed with ice and the other one is not. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen a bartender make two Jack and Cokes or two separate bartenders make two separate Jack and Cokes and one's filled with ice and the other one's not. Now there's no drink consistency here because we're assuming that there's a full shot in each, but one's going to taste a lot weaker because it has more mixer in it. Drink consistency is very important. All right. I'm done lecturing about glassware. That's going to do it for lesson number two of Bar Profit Maximizers. Make sure to tune in for lesson number three coming out soon if it hasn't already, which means you're going to want to subscribe and hit that little bell so you'll get notified the minute that it and other lessons come out. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. I'll see you later. Adios. Aloha. Because that's goodbye also. Sayonara. Au revoir. I'm out. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would be very grateful to have your positive rating and review at the same location you downloaded it. If you have any questions or comments, connect with me at my YouTube channel, Dave Allred, The Real Barman, or on one of my websites, barpatrol.net for inventory management, 
orderpatrol.net for mobile ordering or my main site, therealbarman.com. Thanks for being here. I will see you next time.